Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, boys and girls, degenerate punters of all ages. We're proud to bring to you your hosting team of the old dog, Virgo Sr., and the king of form analysis, the young pup, Virgo Jr., who together bring you the Hands and Heels podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good whatever, and whenever you're listening to this, welcome back to the uh, Hands and Heels Series 3, Episode 17, and it is just me uh, for the time being. I can't tell you if it will be just me for the next five weeks, or other people, not sure, but uh, yeah, I left the call for a co-host a little bit too late this week. That is my own fault. I take full responsibility. But I thought, oh, jeez, I have to do a podcast. Just not only to toot my own trumpet after last week's tipping. Like, that was just a glorified fill-up. I declared four morals, uh, all for one. You could have molded them to about 30 bucks if you are uh, quick. Um, you know, I tipped Hueta to beat Zaki. Uh, paid 12 bucks. Um, so, yeah, it was a great day. I had a lot of scratchings, but, jeez, some good winners there. So I hope you all filled your pockets and ready to go again this week, because I certainly am. I'm not kind of not too sure the racing's as good this week across the board. Like there are some better races maybe, but across the board it's a bit of a lean day. But I've dug deep and I found some Touchwood winners for us. So I'm going to start at Sandown. I'm going to go to race one. It's a two-year-old race over the thousand meters. Current favourite is uh, here comes the star at 480. Second favourite, buy me a Birkin at 650. Sledding at sevens. Axelina. Axe, I don't know how to pronounce that one. 850. Rapid eyes, nines, double figures, the rest. Now, out of the four, six horses, or sorry, five horses I just mentioned, four on debut. The one that isn't is the favourite, Here Comes the Star, who I'm going to side with here. I thought his debut win was very good. Um, jumped slowly, got back, was wide. It was only one turn track sand down over the 1,000 metres, but still it was wide and kept coming to win well, I thought. Um, up in trip, sorry, staying at the trip, I would have preferred it maybe up in trip, but I think just with the race experience... And I'll, that win was very good to the eye. It does go up in weight here, which is a bit concerning. It goes from heavy to a soft, which may help, hopefully. But I thought off the strength of that win, race experience, all of the sticks, uh, a neutral barrier. I think here comes the star. Could well and truly make it two from two here. But there's a couple of de- debutants. Price Kent Jr. stable. Yep, g'day, Marley. The dog's just barged through the door and made a noise. Sorry, uh, you heard that. But yeah, I'm going to stick with here comes the star off its uh, debut win. Uh, race three is a benchmark 78 over the mile. Top of the market's good and proper at 370. Alak Romina at 650. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Bell Bel, Bel Savoir at 380. Lac Romina 650. Riverport 850. Double figures the rest. Uh, good and proper carry 62 down to 59 kilos after the claim for Laura Lafferty. And I thought last start behind party for one unfortunate kiss. Two horses are probably simply better than anything in this field. I think beaten two lengths by him. I think uh, with a little bit of an experience for Laurel Lafferty being on the horse, she goes on again. From Barrier 7, the horse will get back, but it shouldn't have any problems having a crack at them late. Jeez, those uh, notification noises in the background are sending you Instagram notifications. James Gibson sending him uh, reels, so please chirp down, Gibbo. But yeah, good and proper for me. I thought last start good, start before that one at the track. Distance is just prime for it, the mile, I think, up to the mile now. So I will go good and proper here. A little bit of confidence at 370, I reckon. <clears throat> Race 6 is the Bella Spree Stakes listed, 1,000 metres. Top of the market's Katsu at $1.80. 
The daughter of I am uh, sorry, the daughter of Black Caviar, Invincible Caviar is four twenty. Taunting six fifty. Estelar Rockar twelves. Upwards the rest. First thing I'm going to declare for the days are cats. So here goes and all the multis for mine. Just a great win last start. So waited to win this. It's just a winner. You know, it's one four from six. I think Geordie Childs has ridden it in every start. He sticks here from barrier eight. It will go forward one turn. Doesn't matter if you're wide. I think this horse is just the best horse in the race. And I think it will win. Big watch Invincible Caviar. It's the most talented daughter of uh, Black Caviar. Talented uh, offspring of Black Caviar for mine, this thing. So we'll see how it goes. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, last preparation, it finished off with a decent win at Flemington. Gets Linda Mach on here, which is interesting. So, yeah, I'm going to tip Katsu with quite a lot of confidence. Race 8 is a benchmark 84 uh, over the mile. Top of the market's Braden Star at 5.50. French Emperor. Sorry, Brain Star 5, French Emperor 550, Grainfly 6, British Columbia 650, then Unusual Culture and Our Redente at 950, and the rest are $19 plus. For me, French Emperor, that first up run behind our Tevo, who didn't thank the form by winning, but he went very close to start after. I thought it was a very good run. Goes back here from Barrier 12, which is okay, as again, it should be uh, getting a clear passage. Handles soft or good, so it's a, good, it's a soft five at the moment, so I think it will handle the track regardless of what the weather does from now till then. Uh, second up record, it's one before. Um, it's Tommy Stockdale rode it first up, and he claims again here, gets down to 57.5 kilos, which is a nice weight. So I think if he has something to follow into the race, French Emperor, I think off the strength of that first up run, I think he can go one better second up here. So uh, it is number five, French Emperor for me. It is each way, two, two, 15 the place. Jeez, that looks like a bit of a legalised stealing, if I do say so. Race nine is a benchmark 100 over the 1,800 metres. Top of the market, Gunstock 270. On the back up into second favouritism here, is pinstriped at fours. Uh, Diangular, bet off its win against White Marlin is 8.50, and then double figures the rest. Yeah, secret plan. First first winner for uh, Bob Peters at John Lake Jr. last start is at 12s. Yeah, I think Gunstock off its first up win, it was a long, it was, what was it, seven months between runs. First up over the mile, and geez, it won well. Up in trip, definitely suits. Added fitness, soft track, Geordie Charles uh, sticks. Sorry, it doesn't stick, sorry. That's Eliza I rode last night. Geordie Child gets on, which is okay, I don't mind. Bit of Geordie Charles. Uh I'll go back, but I think if it can yeah, if it runs like last night, I'll be winning this gun stock. It's already three twenty into two seventy, and I think it will keep shortening because that was a very good first up win off a long break. Now head over to Randwick, the first race, the uh, best bet of the day at Randwick. Comes up in the Wilson Asset Management Handicap over the 1,400 metres for the two-year-olds. The best bet is Vomo Island at 270. Um, first up, ran behind Kedinksy Abstract, who's short in the market for a group one in Adelaide, um, Brisbane in a couple of weeks. Second was Celestial Legend, who was a massive winner last week at Rose Hill. So the form is superb. It's had a nice trial between runs. Up in chip, I think, looks to suit it. From Barrier 3, it is just for you behind the speed, I imagine. If it gets any luck, I think Vomo Island breaks his maiden here. I really like Vomo Island. Just its full minds that it's very, very appealing. The map's appealing. The trial between runs was very good. So, yep, happy to side with Vomo Island here. Keen. Race 4 is a benchmark 72 over the 1,200 metres. 
Demania, I don't even know how to pronounce it, Demania, I think, is a favourite at 450, Union Army 550, Plundering at $6, Tashi at 7 Great Barrier Reef 11 upwards from there. I like Demania here, for its last run at Skyrim, where it was a uh, on-pace dominated race, was very good from back in the field. Gets uh, back down to 1,200 metres, a little bit of a question mark for mine. But from barrier three, hopefully it can counter that by sitting closer in the run. Dylan Gibbons on, one of the best jockeys I reckon going around. He claims it down to 54 kilos too, which is more than handy. And if it could just have a midfield, get clear air off its strength of its uh, finishing burst last start. I think it can easily run over the top of these. I'm going to also have a little spec belt on the top of Yoshino. I black booked it over uh, the last preparation. It ran some good races. Um, no, it won at this track and track over the 300 metres, beating Garza Blanca, who's a good horse. Tried up well for this. First up record's okay. I think over the odds at 15s. But yeah, Demania at 4.50 and a spec each way on Yoshino at 15s and 4.22. Race 6 is a benchmark 78 over the 2,000 metres. Favouritism lies in the hands of Raffle at 5.50. Unspoken and Naval College second line of betting at 6s. Astadio Mastella at 8s. Double figures the rest. Toes on the nose at 10s uh, and in there upwards the rest. Uh, unspoken for me. I've been with it all three starts in Australia. First up, massive run. Second up, unlucky. Third up, was a good run. Um, but... Uh, yeah, dropping chip wasn't in his favour. Back up to the 2,000 metres here. I really like it. Tom Sherry again for the Snowden. Same as the uh, Vomo Island in the first. Same Silks too. Hopefully the same result and both winning. Hopefully said it was just midfield from Barrier 3. And I really like this horse. I think it's got a little bit of talent. And I think it can uh, break through for its first win in Australia here on Saturday. The only concern is the weight. It is lumping a bit of weight compared to Raffle and Naval College, who both have talent, but I'm going to say unspoken off the uh, strength of what I've seen recently from it. Race 7 is a benchmark 78 over the 1100 metres. Top of the market is Kin at 390. Iona Merck, $4. Chief Conductor, Seven fifty billion dollar baby at tens, Triporti thirteens, and command approved at thirteens as well. And I'm going to tip both the horses at thirteens here. Firstly, Trey Porty. I thought it's uh last up when it bending it was very good. It's been freshened up since it was scratched from Thornton last week when I tipped it. So it's interesting for mine, but I think back to 1100 metres might be a little bit of a down, uh, a negative, but it's been freshened up, so it could be okay. From Barrier 5, I should still midfield. I think, yeah, it's a good horse. I don't know how it's this price, John. It's a very good horse. Has some nice form ones from Victoria. So, yeah, I'll be tucking into that one each day. And Command approved. And this thing SP'd um, $6 against Valmaster first up. And Kin. And now it was posted by the entire trip, entitled to uh, Ty, which it did. Now draws Barrier 4 here. It's a winner second up. Uh, it likes the uh, track. It's a winner. I don't know how this has gone up to thirteen dollars. It will go forward from barrier four. Won't get posted wide again. Touch wood. And I think it will give it a kick. So yeah, I'm going to go command approved and Trey Borty in the seventh at Randwick. Race eight is the I don't even know. It's the it's a James Tedesco outreach program over the 1100 meters. Current favourite is Dragonstone at six dollars. Uh, Dehorned Unicorn six fifty. Fox Fighter. Sevens, Pizarro, sevens also, Malkovich at nines, double figures the rest. Dragonstone's turned a bit of a non-winner, 
but geez, it's got a blistering turn of foot on its day. It loves rain wicket, loves this distance. It goes good first up. It's had a stable change, which is interesting. Quiet trial since it's uh, been in the Joe Pride stable now. Switch over from Mark Newman. From barrier three, notice hopefully it doesn't get too far back in the ruck because it could leave some traffic issues, but it's not the worst barrier draw. And Brett Preville, he's riding okay in New South Wales at the moment, especially with all the big guns up in like uh, Queensland or some even going on South Australia in recent weeks. He's been riding well and getting good opportunities, and this is another good opportunity for Preble here, I think. It's each way, which is the only reason I'm tipping it because it doesn't, not a massive fair to winning this horse, but I think it's the best horse in this race on its day, so yeah. Race 8, Dragonstone for me. Race 9 is the precise fire handicap over the 1,400 metres. Current favourite is, are you waiting to receive my limp penis? Democracy Manifest at 480. Second favourite is Tamerlane at $5. Third line of betting goes to Healing Oasis. The fourth line of betting goes to one of the biggest money munchers in the uh, Hands and Heels history, Written Beauty. And upwards the rest. Now, I have, in fact, been practicing my judo and enjoying a succulent Chinese meal because I, in fact, will be tipping Democracy Manifest. You have to forgive last night. It was in a benchmark 100, an speed 250, and just didn't really attack the line. Maybe the heavy track undid it, which doesn't really make sense as it's won two heavy track attempts before that. But it's definitely better on top of the ground as its profile uh, suggests. From barrier three, it will get back. Hopefully, Karen McAvoy has not been the greatest form in the last two years. Can get it some clear air because on this uh, on, um, on its day, this horse really does practice its judo. And it really does just question why the rest of the field are uh, touching its limp penis. So I think Democracy Manifest can hit back here at $4.80. Now go up to the final of the three places I'll be visiting in this podcast, which is Eagle Farm up in Brisbane. You can have a big day of racing there. Race three is the Living Turf Premier's Cup over the 2,400 metres. The favouritism is currently shared with Serpentine and Calipore at 3.80. Cucaracha, like Cucaracha, is $5 and double figures the rest. Cucaracha for mine. I thought last start at Wagga in the Cup there, it was very good. It's only, I was only go at this uh, journey, it won the uh, Queensland Derby, which is uh, interesting. J-Mac gets on. I like that. Barrier 7 will just settle midfield probably. Handles a good or soft or heavy track. Fourth up, it's a winner in the past. I think this horse deserves a win. And look, I'm not knocking either of the two favourites. I mean, Calipo was drawn wide. I don't know what they do from the barrier. Serpentine, dominant first up win on the pace. So, yeah, not not knocking them. But at the price, Cucaracha, I know it's proven that it's track and drip. On the body derby, which is a great one for goodness sakes. J-Mac on. Junior on. Race number four is the Sky Racing Lord Mayor's Cup over the 1,800 metres. Current favourite, Lunissi, is at 460. New mandate, 650. Without a fight, eights. Young Weta, another money huncher. Nines, oh, another money huncher here too. Colding, 11s. Big Boy Roy, 12s. Upwards the rest. Um, young Cameron Lunissi's here. First up at Sky in the Cup there, I was on. I reckon it was close to being a moral beat. Like, it was... It was pretty stiff, um, but yeah, second up, comes up in a trip, which I like, two times a winner second up, it's the only time it's run over the 800 metres, it's uh, one, Shin's ridden it once before, when it was at Caulfield, when it finished second behind Val and Declare, so barrier seven, just settles midfield, I hope, just, you know, a bit of room at the top of the straight, and if it attacks a line like it did when it got clear at uh, Wagger first up, was it Wagger or was it Wyong? 
It's going, fucking jeez, I've named two of them and they're both one. Both wrong. So if it tacks the line again, like it did first up, I'll be surprised if Linnisius isn't in the finish and winning. So that's for race four. Linnisius for me. Race five is the uh, Fred Best Classic over the 1,400 metres for the three-year-olds. Golden tickets into the Stradbroke Handicap. Top of the market is Yellow Brick at 260. Hawaii 5-0 is at uh, 340. Zoo Tiger, another money muncher, sixes. Uh, and then we go double figures the rest. In fact, we do. And I'm going to side with Yellow Brick. Oh, I was tipped Hawaii 5-0 last start. Jeez, I thought, geez, that was a dominant win. Then Yellowbrick comes out first up at the Sunshine Coast. So it's three wide the trip and beats them by a length and a half. Lady Laguna tracked that form last week, ran well. So I just think off that run, second up, this distance suits well. Don't know how they beat it. I think Yellowbrick will win and book his spot in the straight boat in a couple of weeks' time. Simple as that. Yellowbrick, race five. Race six is the uh, Aqua Stallion size produce over the 1,400 metres. For the two-year-olds, current favourites, Zia at 4.50, Chris Chrysler, I don't know, at five, Solidify the Kiwi, 5.50, stacking double figures, I'm not going to read them all out, but I'm tipping two of them, the first one is Snap Back, who was on last start at Gosford, that Saturday meeting, and geez, it was unlucky, I mean, probably should have beaten Chris Orr, who's $5, this thing's 13s, Barrier 18's a bit of a... Question mark what Shark Zara does from the barrier, but if it gets luck, I think it can run well. $4 a place, that's a bit juicy for mine, so I'll be backing Snapback. I'm going to spec at $51 is the king. Um, before last start, Snowden's gave us a big push. Um, it just had no luck at all. Didn't see any clear air. From barrier 16, unfortunately it goes well back, but it should be seen clear air. And look, it made a big effort to win, but it's paying 51s and $11 a place. If the Snowdens were that keen on that last start, and it did not see any air at all, I'm going to back him into uh, maybe have this horse still firing on that same capacity. I mean, we'll, I got no idea if they were lying or not, because it was a big chance, because it never even saw clear air. Like, it's still looking for a run, I heard. So, the king at 51s and snap back at 13s for me in the size produce. The Queensland Derby over 2,400 metres, top of the market, and the only horse I think is worth looking at, Kovalika. Don't know how it loses. I mean, it's on the backup from last week, and it ran a length behind Huerta and New Merrin in the uh, Doomman Cup. Yeah, enough said, really. <laughs> from Barrier 5, also midfield. Like, all what needs to happen is for it to see clear out, and it will win. It's a very good horse, Kovalika. And I'll be damned if it doesn't win this race. Like, it's the moral that... Uh, Eagle Farm, like, by a long way, too. Yeah, Kovalika. I mean, Promise has kept the lead. It'd give a sight, but I think Kovalika's just, yeah, too good for him. No, not not much on at the price there, but if you multi it into uh, Katsu and Vomo Island, you get a decent price. Race 8 is the Kingsford Smith Cup over 1,300 metres at the Group 1 level. Top of the market is the Picket Fence producing Think About It at Fibes, A Case of You, 650, Roth Fire, 7s, Valana, 7.50, King of Sparta, 9.50, double figures the rest, two at double figures again for me, um, Converge. Second up was a massive run I thought behind Animo, beaten half a length, then was just no good on the heavy track at uh in the Doncaster. Has tried very, very well since. Just, I hope the track's not a heavy, but even from barrier one, I expect it to lead. 
Tim Clark, Gay Waterhouse, and Adrian Bott. This distance, uh, it's probably maybe a little bit short, but if he just can get forward and keep and give a good kick, he might be able to hold on here, Converge. He'll be strong to the line, but can he sprint with him over this trip? At $12, I'm happy to find out off the basis of that run behind Animo in the recent trial, because they're both very impressive. So, Converge. Other one is, uh, geez, an old-school favourite for mine, Charlotte. As I had one go at uh, in Queensland for the O'Day and Hoisted Stable at Sunshine Coast, and it was a big win. I've been put in the paddock since then. Recent trial was okay, didn't ask too much. Little cruise around. Benny Thompson gets on. Her fresh record seven starts for five wins from Barry 11. She gets back anyway, so this thing will be attacking the line. And at $21, she has run stronger races in Victoria in the past. One from one in Queensland. Catch her at her best fresh. Jesus, a big price. Get on. That's Converge and Charlotte. The last race I'll cover is the Magic Millions Helen Coolan over the 1,200 metres. Top of the market is Brookspire at 4.20, Extremist 7, Roots at 9.50, Salatine the same, Sneaky 5.10, Promise of Success 12s and also Comrade Rosser at 12s. I'm going to talk double figures for the third race in a row. No, sorry, third in four races. Thank you, five. First two runs to Pepper being very good attacking the line hard. Gets up to this trip and draws a barrier, importantly, too. Pick himself a midfield, not just out the back because it has to from wide gate. Up to this trip, perfect third up. Orwin sticks. I love that. I think this horse can definitely... I'm actually pretty keen on this horse to win at $10, sneaky five. Jeez, it'll just be storming home from a not an impossible position this time, I imagine. So, jeez, yeah, get on, sneaky five at $10. That's a ridiculous price. Another one I don't mind is Deep Rogue. I backbooked first up off an Ipswich run, which I thought it was uh, unlucky. Rainbow Ring of Steel was an all-good horse. It flopped yesterday, uh, but I think it was over an unsuitable trip. I mean, it's a massive step up in class. It's $23 for a reason, but from barrier three... Similar to Sneaky 5, I think it was so closer, and I think the horse has, has got talent. Has it got enough talent to win this? I'm not sure, but I'm not going to let it go around at $23 without having a little spec on it in case it is good enough. So that is uh, Sneaky 5 at uh, sorry, 10s, and Deep Rogue at $23 for me to round off the tips. I'm literally low-flying through these at the moment because there's no one else to really take the piss out of or have a conversation with, which is damning. But to summarise it, my best bets are race six, Sandown Katsu, race one, Ranwick Vamo Island, and race seven, Eagle Farm Cova Lika. So my ones I'm keen on. Sandown race three, Good and Proper, uh, Ranwick race four, Demania, and Eagle Farm race four, Lunacies. I don't have much else to say, really. There's nothing else to say. As I said, no one to talk about, no one to talk to, no one to laugh at. But I hope you all had a fill up last week. I'd be damned if you didn't. Uh, also, our horse won again, Fear the Wind. That's three in a row. I did mention it. Wasn't any odds to uh, get excited about, but when you're uh, pocketing 45 grand for coming first, there's more than enough reasons to be happy. He'll be able to go again next week, I think, so I will obviously mention it before the uh Which I'm not sure if I do an episode next week. I may be... I might, maybe won't. I'll have to look if there's enough decent racing for me to be doing it because I go away the next day. So, no guarantees about next week's episode, but I hope you guys have a nice weekend. I hope you had a nice week leading up to this episode. We'll talk soon, whether it's next week or the week after. We'll have to find out, won't we? But um, thanks for listening, guys. Stay safe. Good fortunes on the punt. Have a nice night.
You've been listening to the Hands and Heels Podcast. Hands and Heels Podcast. Remember, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Hands Heels Pod. And on our website at www.handsheelspod.com. Subscribe and share with your mates. Or don't tell anyone and steal our tips as yours and be the hero of your punt club, you sly bastards. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Have a beer saying you're pussy.